I'm Daniel Frey and this is the DanielFrey.me Talks, a podcast for anyone who wants to become or is already a developer. If you like to stay up to date with different technologies, learn from experts in the field and help you improve your career further, then this podcast is for you. I also invite you to follow us on DanielFrey.me. So let's begin. Hello to everybody. This is Daniel Frey, your host, speaking. Um, and today we're going to be talking about how to start as a developer. Um, now, I have been in the industry for the past five years now. I've worked at different companies. I started as a junior, of course, as everybody did uh, back there in Israel. And recently, a year ago, so I moved to the Netherlands um, to live with my Dutch girlfriend. Um, and currently, I'm working at a bank. Uh, it's called ABN Amro. Um, and together with me today, uh, we'll be joining uh, Said. Uh, and Said is also I am living in the Netherlands. He moved from Pakistan, um, and uh, we are going to be talking about this uh, topic. Now, I can start with saying that I think that you know, to become a developer, it is something that you can divide it to very different subjects and how and how to you know, how to achieve that. Indeed, there are different types of developers, like you you might want to become a front-end or back-end developer or a Java developer. Or a full-stack. Or, or a full-stack developer. Or an on Android developer, maybe. Or an iOS. iOS developer. Right. Yeah. So, so I think the, you know, the, I think the start, at least for the different paths, there is always the same kind of start. And I, I mean, the start is choose what kind of programming language you want to learn, right? And then from there, you're gonna see, you know, I, I also think that you know for whatever programming language you're gonna go for the fundamentals are kind of the same like the the, the way you declare variables are different maybe the way you say functions uh, are different but what it does what is what is developer meaning actually if you think about it in a broader perspective it means you just tell a computer what to do when to run it store data for me and just run functions you just yeah. run functions you just tell you have to be enthusiastic about talking to computers so basically you you should know you should you have to learn how to talk to the computer yeah and it's like you are you're you're just making the computer to do what you want right yeah you're, yeah, you're basically commanding the computer to do what yeah you want. and you just choose what tool or what kind of language you do that with yeah. and i think that it doesn't matter really at the beginning what type of language you choose yeah the fundamentals again will be just the same. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, what is the what should be the uh, the beginners programming language? Which language? If if someone wants to just learn programming, what? Which language? You know, when when I was looking at that uh, at the time was Python. Like I heard a lot of people say, and on in the internet, start with Python, Python, Python. And I never understood, you know, why I would start with Python. For me, it was JavaScript. And I think the reason why JavaScript is because I was already doing my research and I wanted to become a front-end developer. Mm -hmm. And then at the time it was like, okay, I would start with JavaScript. But I think for everybody is a bit different yeah. uh, for the preferences. But what I do not recommend is jumping from one language to another. Yeah, You know, it's like you start with one and then if you're gonna feel confident with that, eventually you will, the more you practice with and just stick to that. Um, unless you really, really think, okay, this is really not for me. But I'm telling you, like, um, you will not know exactly if it's for you or not until you've sticked with it for around for a while. Like how much time a person should stick with JavaScript if they're starting to learn JavaScript, in your opinion? Yeah, I think that's it's a, it's a hard question, I think. But 
um, and yeah, there's no time really. It's just a continuous learning. But you know, I think it. They say it takes ten years also to become an expert at something. <laughs> so, but, you know. uh, but but let's. Uh, in your opinion, if if there is a person who is just beginning with JavaScript, um, uh, how how long how long those they should be patient before they see any kind of result. We're going to touch upon that, I think, on the next point. Like, how long does it take, actually, to then become a developer, right? Yeah. yeah. But let, let's wait with that. I, I just want to hear from you, um, Saeed, what, what, what kind of different path do you see uh, to become a developer? You know, what, what kind of things you, you, you counter there? Yeah, I think um, I think you are right about that. I also heard from a lot of people. I still read it on the internet a lot that Python is the Python is the beginner's programming language, or everyone yeah. wants to learn how to code should start with uh, with Python. But uh, I uh, I also for some time I also learned tried to learn Python, but I did not begin with Python as well. I actually begin with HTML CSS. So basically, HTML CSS is not a programming language, but that became the route that I became a developer. So I would say that if a person is really interested in becoming a developer and they do not understand anything about programming they should maybe just start with html and css yeah and definitely. i would say spend spend six months on html css in the beginning at least yeah. and then only html only css, HTML yeah. and, CSS. And, and that is that is not too much yeah. uh, because in the beginning you uh, if you are just starting with code uh, you have no background in code then uh, html and css should be the first focus and because uh, they are not really programming languages, but they tell you how to talk to computers on a very high level kind of thing. Like you are not, you are, if you go on, on the low level, like assembly language, definitely. I also do not know how to do that. And I, I probably will never learn how to do that. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, if someone thinks that Python is a, is a simpler language to start learning programming that is a good path to take again it depends on i have seen people using python for um, um like uh, like different other purposes like mostly I, I saw it in data analysis kind of fields uh that um python is being used and um and in terms of web development i would say i normally saw people uh beginning with javascript yeah and still, I would say there are other paths as well, like PHP could be there. Um, yeah. uh, and um, and then there are other uh, uh, like steps after steps. But you are right about it. I, I really like that you said that stick to one thing in the beginning. Yeah. So if you are st starting with JavaScript, just stick to it for six months or a year maybe. Yeah. And, and then uh, create some projects with it. That's, yeah. That's yeah. a path to take. But there is another thing that you showed me, Frey, a few days ago. That was a roadmap. I think you should add a link of this to your yeah, podcast. No. Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted helpful, to. Yeah. It was scary, but it is very helpful. Yeah, there is a roadmap actually, guys. So there is a roadmap to if you choose a path uh, for becoming a front end and there is, a I think, a roadmap for it. For, yeah. For, yeah, I for think this, back guy, end as well. this guy created uh, two or three different roadmaps. You, you yeah. shared the one with me that was front-end. Front-end, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that was also what the path that I was trying to follow. Now, you know, I think I'll, I, if I go now to the next question would be, and then that we have right now is how long does it take to become a developer? Now, I will start with explaining that, you know, how long is very relative. And what I mean is you need to set yourself at the beginning um, kind of achievable goals. Um, you know, you start small. Um, you know, you, you cannot say I became a developer only if I just got a job, right? This is a this is maybe can be you know the end goal. 
in the bigger goal. But 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 when you just started, you you should really focus on really, you can say small steps. So like I finished this project now, uh, what am I gonna be doing? You know, do, you know, are you gonna be stuck on the studying part? Because at some point, you know, when you see the instructor, the instructor at the Udemy or whatever platform you're using, you're gonna just be following him along, right? And then you'll be stuck on the kind of uh, watching process and just not doing anything. And I would recommend actually go ahead and do something for yourself. Just build a project. And that I think should be like the first achievable step. Build a project in in, in the language that you're studying. Um, and then going on from there, I think, uh, you know, um, build your own CV. Like, you know, people don't think that it's important, but actually it's one of the most important things is actually building a good looking LinkedIn, a good ass looking CV, which, uh, you know, has important experience, relevant experience things. Um, so then, you know, um, after you have that, uh, those two, do two things, um, then you can start then thinking, okay, um, how long, like, let's make an achievable goal on how long does it going to take me to, um, pursuing a job and, you know, starting as a junior, uh, finding a job and you don't have experience. It's, it, it is difficult, but it is not impossible. And I think, um, you know, trying to do different things, showing that you can build up a really nice project on your GitHub is a very good start because then you basically show that you know the tools and you can do the job at the end for, you know, the job that you're going to be doing for that company. So, you know, as as a developer, also try to not call yourself a junior too much because, you know, if you're a junior, obviously, if you keep on emphasizing, I am a junior looking for a job, it gives the employer uh, still a bad look at you. Like, you know, junior, I need to always help him. I need to always look after him. But your point is actually to convince or show that you don't need as much as help as he thinks. So be very self-studying, be self-motivated and people will help you. But this was just like a, a acceptance criteria that like we want to hire juniors, but we don't want to spend too much time on, you know, I'm just starting. I don't know where I'm going. You know, be serious and professional. Kind of kind of like uh, fake it till you make it attitude. Yeah, exactly. Fake it until you make it. But then, you know, um, obviously at the beginning uh, of the interviews, when you will start actually applying and, and you know, you, if your CV is good and trust me on this guys, if your CV is good enough and, 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 and shows like that, you know, I did some projects, I, you know, you, you, you display it in a good language and, and your LinkedIn is uh, like a kick ass and also your GitHub. I think you can create a podcast about how to create a killer CV. Yeah, that, that is, I, <laughs> maybe we'll do that. I, I think in one of my, I eventually going to write some blogs. Yeah. Yeah. In one of my uh, writings, guys, so DanielFrey.me uh, writes, uh, th th this will be uh, kind of a topic there. So stay tuned on that, actually. Um, but so, you know, I came to this industry without experience as well. And I believe that each and every one of you can do the same. 
Um, Said, any anything you want to add on that? Actually, and how long does it take, or how, how yeah, I, I what think, achievable thing? Yeah, you can I think, like you said, it is it is kind of very relative according to the path you took, and uh, and I think there are there are different paths, like we said before. Um, there might be someone who wants to go to a boot camp, and um, right, you did a boot camp. Yeah, right? so so the reason why I did a boot camp is because I was working with PHP at a point and WordPress, and yeah. then I lose tr- track of it, and uh, then I just wanted to. Uh, just uh, get on the moving train on uh, of JavaScript, and I just wanted to get on the train fast. And uh, and and, and uh, bootcamp kind of gave gave me a structure. Another good thing is that bootcamp also provided me a network of mentors. Those were yeah, very helpful. So that is so that think, is what I hear so a lot from people that did yeah. the bootcamp is that yeah I have a mentor I have a, I, I but you know it's not for everybody as well because you need to remember when you do a bootcamp you are on a very tight schedule most of the yes, time it is it is very fast it is it is a very fast moving train yeah so so i think uh this this is just an, a, another alternate path maybe you can do it in six months or seven months but it is not always possible that you uh follow a six or seven months uh, uh boot camp and you become a developer yeah and that it can be, be also very expensive right it so it can be very expensive exactly yeah. and and it it costs in, in amsterdam it costs like eight thousand euros or something for studying six or seven months like that yeah and but if you are also doing it on your own, I think the first point when you can can say that you are a developer is when you develop your first project. And I had a lot of anxiety about how do I build my first project. I I, I built my first project when I followed a YouTube tutorial. Yeah. I mean, I literally just followed along the code. That was how <coughs> I built my first project. <coughs> right. And and then I just uh, submitted that to like uh, like push that to GitHub, and that was my portfolio. Right. So I think it is not such a big. A long time uh, when you become a developer it is uh, the point when you pushed your first code to github that yeah. that should be your goal uh, that, that that is where you are able to put it in your cv yeah. and you are able to apply for a job so um, um, like when i said that fake it till you make it this is the first part that create a project a small project after studying for maybe two months three months start creating your yeah. first project and then create another project so keep creating a few projects to put in your cv to show it maybe six months maybe one year but it is not going to be easy Sometimes it is it is going to be too difficult to land a job in the beginning, yeah. but you should not lose your heart. And also, there is one more thing that I would say that even after spending a lot of time, you would feel like you are not a good enough developer. And this is a feeling that a lot of good developers also have. Yeah, so, I uh, I still struggle. It's it's called the imposter symptom uh, syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is something that a lot of people suffer with. I would as well. say never give up to this thing. Like never decide to give up of for this feeling <clears throat> that you are not a good enough developer. Yeah. And you will this, get there. Yeah, you will get there. It's, it's just an experience. It's, you will get there with experience. And, you know, because it's almost coming to our end, you know, looking at the time and everything, I just want to say, like, guys, um, th- there will be a few links uh, down uh, in the in the podcast that he's going to talk about, like, um, give you the tools, actually, to, um, to create uh, those applications. So th- I came across a very interesting platform, uh, which is giving you front-end ideas about what kind of tech assignments you can build for yourself for the portfolio. And it gives you also free APIs that you can use for those API calls. It gives you also a design. So you have a complete application that you can build for yourself and then show it on your 
get a portfolio right and you know there's other things like you can do that also being uh, you know open source projects just contribute and you know you're a developer showing on your github you know getting on github is very 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 important like anything that you do related to that uh, people developers see and that's good for you so i would say definitely open source projects as example so you know um I want to end this now. So I think we are, we try to answer the three important questions. We started with how did you do it? How did we each of us did it and then did it and how then, you know, the different paths came along. Uh, and then now we ended with how long does it come? So I, I, I hope you guys enjoyed with uh, this 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 uh, small talk and helped you. Please leave a comment in the in the post and tell me how did you like this session and if you would like to hear more. Thank you for listening to the Daniel Frey.me talks. Get access to previous episodes, the transcript for today's show, as well as other exclusive content at DanielFrey.me.